Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Beginning. It's first. I thought. First. I'll be. Absolute ton. Oh my goodness. Oh man. We're gonna win twins. We're gonna score. We're gonna win twins. What's that baseball score? Happy Josh Donaldson Day, gentlemen. Happy, happy, it's a glorious an- day. Happy anniversary it's a glorious to Score day. North. This That's is the true. one year anniversary of Score North. Yeah. Ce- celebrating also Josh Donaldson Day here. A lot to, a, a lot to celebrate on this day here in the great state of Minnesota. And if you were ever wondering, uh, what does uh, what does thirty seven regular season home runs all strung together sound like? What does a thirty seven <laughs> like home run bomb toss sound like? That is Jonathan Harrison on the master control. That here. last one that we heard is that's the epitome of a great crack of the bat. Oh, oh, Donaldson to left and hit an absolute ton. Oh my goodness! Exactly. Oh, that's the double whammy hit. Oh, that's the bang bang. I gotta find another it's one here an for echo. you. Too. It's amazing. Oh. Yeah, it's bang bang. Can you get it? That's just one more time. Just one more time. right into my veins. Yep. Oh, Donaldson to left and hit an absolute ton. Oh my goodness. We were playing these today on Score North. I love the scream. Who was that? Who was that? Who was that? Seriously. Very pleased young lady. That's who that was. <laughs> Oh, another what? What? Rami. I'm talking baseball. <laughs> leave it to Rami. Leave I'm talking. No, leave it to you to no, no, let no, no, your no, no, mind no. go there. I'm talking you know baseball, sir. You know what you meant. One step too far, guy. Is Rami yeah. being one step too far, guy? Rami's Am I though? absolutely one step too we're, far, guy. We were playing oh. those highlights and those cracks of the bat on Score North Live today, which, by the way, it's uh, noon to two weekdays here on Score North. Thanks. It's me Appreciate and a rotating that. panel of Score North personalities as my co-host. And I needed, in this order, after that show... A sandwich, a cigarette, and a nap. That's that's how good that show was today from noon to two. And just taking in all the Josh Donaldson, all the home runs, all the highlights. Swing and drive, first pitch. It's two to nothing. The rain has come again. Oh, this guy's a money player. 
These games in September are huge, and he is coming up huge. And everybody's dancing in the rain in the Braves' dugout as Josh Donaldson makes it 2-zip. I just want to give you guys a warning here, just so we're all on the same page mm-hmm. for these next two hours. I'm going to be absolutely insufferable for two hours on this show today. Even Okay, I get the joke, even more insufferable than you usually are, Mackie. I've been looking forward to this day for three years, ever since this new front office came into the mix. For every person who called and emailed and tweeted and said, the Twins will never sign a big free agent, Polad pocket protector, this, that. This is a new front office. This is a new era of Twins baseball. We've been saying it on this show. And damn it, I want this victory lap for two hours. I just want a two-hour victory lap. And if you guys are willing out there to uh, to call in and apologize, you can. <laughs> At 651-646-8255, the apology phone lines are open from now until the end of the show. On vet- we'll just be sitting here. On VetLine today, I attempted to get people to call in because of my Twitter timeline for the last, well, basically since the agreement came out. It's been a just a, a a cluster of people still upset with the twins and stuff, and I just like can some of you people please call? I won't yell. Who like who? But like, I want to know. These, but like, I want to know like bot accounts. That, that's what I said too. I said, like, "What are you mad they about?" They vote for president and don't like the twins, but I can't figure it out. And I said, "Just call me and tell me." And I'm not even going to yell. I just want to know why you're not happy. Like just just stop for a second. And and you know we can all agree it'd be nice. They still need a top-end pitcher, but let's just stop for a second. They finally signed the contract that we've all been waiting how long for. Like, you've signed this massive contract, which, by the way, is a somewhat, and I say this in a good way, somewhat irresponsible as far as, oh my gosh, it's going to be old when this ends. It's amazing. Because it's it's a win-now contract. Yes. But can you play, too, because I feel like the crack of the bat is fantastic, and that's the sexy thing. Can you you play the glove work, though? Sure. See, the glove work, to me, that's where it's at, too. Off speed pitch, Donaldson dives from the foul territory, makes a strong throw. Oh, what a pick, Donaldson! He's coming home, and they get Murphy! What a play by Donaldson at third base! He's a Batman and a glove man. Pretty slick, man. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I, I don't understand. I think maybe if you're just pre-programmed to be negative, like knee-jerk reaction negative about the Twins, then your first question is, well, can he pitch? But here's the thing. Baseball is about run creation and run prevention. And I think Rami's done a great job in, in our year having Rami on the show. Like that's the way Rami thinks about the game, too. And let's let's simplify it. Like forget about pitching. It's score runs, prevent runs. Yeah. And Josh Donaldson is elite at creating runs with his bat and preventing runs with his glove at third base. And he, he doesn't make the difference in run prevention, obviously, that a ace starting pitcher would, but I've developed this algorithm, Mackie, in in terms of analyzing baseball. It's super complicated, but to boil it down to its simplest terms, it comes down down to this simple conclusion. Through all my mathematical and scientific research, uh, the more runs you score, the more runs you can give up and still win baseball games. Swing and a drive! First pitch! It's two to nothing! I know I'm getting complicated. It can and I and, and that probably doesn't make good radio. But I'm just telling you, <laughs> the more runs you score, the more runs you can give up and still win baseball. What games. a novel concept! I know. James Junior. I know. Right I know. Me. I know, guys. I don't. I'm not trying to be smartest guy in the room. I'm not trying to be nerdy analytics guy. You know what I mean? But I I did the research, and I'm here to tell you it's conclusive. 
the more runs you score, the yeah. more you can give up and still win. And he he moves the needle when it comes to scoring runs. In fact, I just took a little gander through Fangraphs.com. Among all position players, when you include bat and glove, since 2013, the only player worth more wins above replacement in all of baseball among position players in 2013 is Mike Trout. It's Mike Trout 1, and there's a gap, and Josh Donaldson 2, and that includes a couple injury seasons. Now, does that mean that he's going to be like he's going to be in his prime for these next five years? No, not necessarily. But that dude was one of the best players in baseball last year, but and he was healthy. And he what, played 155 games. But what you just said is the point. This this front office, which we have deemed, you know, we don't know completely. They just signed a 34 year old. I think he turned 34 in December last month. They just signed him to a five year contract. Now, there's almost unless he's Nelson Cruz, there's almost no way in five years he's going to be. Super productive. In fact, in four years, he might not be. That's the point. The point is, I got concerned because it seemed to me that the way things were going this winter, you said to yourself, do these guys realize this team is really good right now? Like, I don't know. 2022, they might be good. I don't know. But are they going to make any moves that that really big, in a strong way, say, we're really good right now? Yeah. And to their credit, last night, they did that. They, they did not say, oh boy, in five years from now, if we do this, we are going to pay a price and we are not going to love life and therefore, but in five years, our youngsters will be good, so forget Josh Donaldson. They said, let's do something that we think probably can pay off two or three years for sure, but really pay off in 2020. Yeah, I, I don't so care. So this answers so many questions about the path. Yeah, I, I don't care a lick about the last two years of this contract. I know you don't. It doesn't matter. Like, but it, I'm with you on no, this. I, I agree with everything you just said. Yes. It's conditional whether or not I care about the back end of this contract. He needs to really deliver on the front end for me to not care about the back end. And there, there's a gray area somewhere in there where... Of course, Jonathan grabbed that as a drop. He plays consistently at a certain how level. Could, how could you not? Where is your mind today, young man? With there, your do words, you know? there is you really want to know. He's like he's like grinding away, and he just looks up. There's a gray Sorry. area in there where he can consistently perform over the four years, and he's worth it. But what you're saying, if he's just flat out not worth it on the back end, it has to be because he was worth it and then some on the in the first half of that contract. But don't you guys enjoy, and because we in this town don't see this a ton, we do see it, but not a ton, don't you guys enjoy the teams here taking a gamble? Like Kirk Cousins. I'm willing to say it probably is not going to work out. The Vikings are not going to have a Lombardi trophy next year, and therefore it's going to be three years of, wow, that didn't really work out. But I'm really hard-pressed to sit here and also, again, pound the table and say that was a stupid mistake. They took a chance. Suter and Parisi, it didn't work out. I can tell you that. 13-year yeah. right? But they took a chance. If Josh Donaldson on opening day, I'm not hoping for this, and, and but I'm just saying if he gets hurt on opening day... That's too bad, but guess what? At least they did something. Yes. Okay. Yes. But but then what frustrates me is then you got then you got second guess guy who's like, but they didn't do the right thing. All right, we can go down that road, but then what? Then this is just no fun. I I love the <laughs> no seriously. At that well, point, it's no, just he, like do something else. He also like speaking to the fun factor. As much fun as that team was to watch last year and breaking the Bomba record. Just wrap your head around the fact that they're going to be more fun to watch this year because they just signed one of the best and most fun players to watch in the entire league, right? Bring he's just, brain. 
He's like one of the five yes, or ten dudes that I have to watch when I'm flipping around and there's a game on. Like, oh, Josh Donaldson's up. I need to see that swing. See that ball go 450 feet. Have you seen their bringer of rain celebration that they did in Atlanta last year when he finished his run, run through drop? the dugout with an umbrella? So he'd get into the dugout after hitting a 472-foot home run or whatever. And not only would the first base and third base coaches be holding their hands up in the air with like their their fingers sort of twiddling like mm-hmm. raindrops, as soon as Josh Donaldson would get into the dugout, somebody was waiting for him with an umbrella. He grabs the umbrella when he steps down the dugout stairs, and then he runs through his team all the way to the other end of the dugout with the umbrella while they pour water and seeds. It's one of my favorite dugout celebrations for a home it's run. Amazing. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> I hope he brings it with him. Um, the other two things that have to be discussed when you think of what Josh Donaldson brings, go back to that Yankees series last year. Rightfully so, the talk is about pitching. And we'll get into a discussion about Twins pitching and some of the other names that they tried to throw $80, $90, million at. But pitching was a huge problem, yes. When you're starting Randy Dobnak, a lift driver in Game 3 at Yankee Stadium, it's not ideal. When you're starting Brian Dunsing 10 lift years ago. Uber? I think it's both. Oh, really? Okay. Put the decal on and you're good to go. Okay. You're good to go with either one of those sure. decals. But when you compare the Twins lineup to the Yankees lineup, going into the series, we all mistakenly thought, oh, Twins can throw hands with that lineup there. Yeah, the Twins broke the Bomba record. Toe-to-toe with the Yankees. And then you actually saw the Yankees lineup in person for a three-game series. And you, you looked at Aaron Judge and you just looked at what they were giving you from like the number three hitter all the way down in terms of power, and it was pretty obvious. All right, okay, the Yankees, when healthy, do have a better lineup. I wouldn't say that anymore. You put Josh Donaldson in this lineup and Buxton's back hitting ninth for you, the Twins, I think, now have the best lineup in baseball and a better lineup than the Yankees have. And the other thing that's driven us nuts here when it comes to these Twins-Yankees series for 15 years, it's the pee-down-your-leg factor in these series, right? It's the... We're going to be, this is the year, right? We're going to thump our chest and we're going to go into Yankee Stadium. And then it's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, God. Dude, not with Josh Donaldson. Like, he is the swaggeriest of swagger players in all of baseball. I don't think swaggeriest is a word, but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But that lineup, Mackie, and I, I saw this last night and gave it about 18 eyeball emojis when Score North tweeted the screen grab of the Twins lineup, which theoretically, reads as follows. Kepler, Polanco, Cruz, Donaldson, Rosario, Garver, Arise, Sano, and Byron Buxton. That is one through nine, as as strong, as deep a lineup as you're going to find. Not to mention, they got some pretty good players on the bench, too, who you can plug in there on a given day to give a guy a rest. It's 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 as, as potent a lineup as you're going to find in Major League Baseball. 2019 home run, uh, home runs from the guys that Rami just read. In order, 1 through 9. 36, 22, 41, 37, 32, 31, 4, 34, and 10 from Buxton, who missed, what, half the season? Who was 4? Arise? Arise. Yeah, and he hit like 330. But up to him, 36, 22, 41 for uh, Cruz, 37 for Donaldson, 32 for Rosario, and 31 for Garver. Swing and a drive! First. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to that. Swing and a drive. Oh, that's beautiful. Makes me snug. Yeah. Telling you. How snug does it make you? Pretty own? snug. <laughs> Pretty snug. But doesn't this doesn't this give you, Phil, the the feeling as well to talk about pitching for a second, that they now are going to make some type of deal for a John Gray type 
Because I don't think that you make this move and acquire a player who needs to basically probably maximize his talents by his age in the next two or three years and then say, but the pitching's fine. Yeah, no, this it's, to it's, me, this to me signifies that they will make it. It might not be before spring training. I don't know when, but they'll make a trade for a guy where it'll go Barrios, yet to be acquired pitcher. It it guarantees a pitching move at some point, even if it doesn't happen before the season. Right. It guarantees at some point between now and the, and the middle of the summer, they're going to make a big move for for pitching, and they're in a great spot because if they let's you know they, they whiffed on some free agents. It's it's, it's widely publicized that they, they were trying to give a hundred million dollars to Zach Wheeler and Madison Bumgarner, and you know they're, they're sitting there with hundred million dollars burning a hole in their pocket. And they say, all right, well let's let's get creative here. And let's give it to an awesome position player. And then, and what I love about it is you have made your team so much better defensively and offensively without giving up any of your top prospects. And you still have a closet full of like 15 or 20 really good tradable prospects. And you can go to Colorado for John Gray. You can go to Miami for Alcantara or somebody, whether it's now or in May or June. And I think if, if let's say you whiffed on these free agents in the offseason and you then went to the trade market to fill a pitching need. Are you really going to go back? Are you going to go? Are you going to? Are you going to give up two batches of great prospects in two trades to make your team better? I don't. That's not really realistic to me when you're looking at this front office. So to pay money for one of the assets and then to pay prospects for another one. Now your World Series ready, and now you haven't completely gutted your farm system. And we still think they spot. need to add to the rotation. Yeah. Nobody is sitting here today saying that rotation is a finished product, and and you can win a World Series with the five or, or six, maybe even seven guys who are in the mix for those five spots. Nobody is saying that. But the fact that you made a strength stronger in terms of that spot in your lineup that C.J. Crone occupied, and you've made your defense better by replacing Miguel Sano at third, play, at third base with... Gold Glover, Josh Donaldson, and as you pointed out, Phil, he is the second. He has the second highest WAR since 2015, behind only Mike Trout. I mean, why would why wouldn't you be glad that your team got better? I don't know. I, I I can't wrap my head around somebody who isn't glad that your team is better. Yes, they strengthened what was already a strength, but so what? You just became a better baseball team. Okay, here's my question: If is it just that the the Twins fans have this the the Twins have this pocket of just negative angry fans that no matter what they do it's not good enough or or is it like if you go back to the 1998 Vikings draft for instance if Twitter existed and if if all of the different media that we have now existed the Vikings had two of the best receivers in the NFL in Jake Reed and Chris Carter and they drafted Randy Moss like I kind of compare it to that you already got an amazing lineup but you put this dude on top of it, and now it's a game-changing lineup. The Vikings added Randy Moss to that offensive nucleus, and it goes from, that's a really good offense with good receivers, to, no, like this is next level better than anybody else can field. That's the best comparison that I can... 20 years later, different sport, but you're, it's not just, well, you didn't address the pitching need, and you, you added to... No, you you took a really, really good offense and pushed it over the top in a way that teams are going to... Teams are going to get beat 10 runs every single night by this offense. It's going to be ridiculous. What drove me the most crazy last night, though, was the, was the um, uh, people who tweeted things like, it's one signing. They're still cheap and things. And that's where I'm like, okay, then you just, then you don't care. Then you just don't like them, which by the way is fine. Just pick a different team. Like that's, you don't have to like the twins, 
but then just pick a different team. Because I got that. I got, well, this just replaces Maurer's contract, and they're still cheap, and they could have spent more through the years. It's like, okay, no. yeah, I suppose, but now we're, now we're going down a path that is just completely boring. Yeah. So, you know, like I said. And I don't think, and, and if they screw up, I think we jump on them. That's the other thing. If we sat here and did nothing but sing the Wind Twins song, fight song, you know, I'd be like, okay, I get that. But we hammered them for not doing something. They did something. How can you not turn around and say, oh, okay, good job? Yeah, I mean, listen, the apology lines are open. 651-646-8255. They ain't going to be right? ringing. I'm going to be insufferable today. Somebody somebody tweeted at me today, said something like, uh, you know, it seems kind of petty that you're taking a victory lap. And I'm like, you know what, damn it, all right? For a guy that batted 250 and went over his last 19 in our write-that-down predictions, wrong a lot on this microphone, yep. just give me the victory lap, okay? That's, you, don't, you don't get to chirp, chirp, chirp and not get one <laughs> clap back one time. Uh, Ryan, Ryan and Fargo, you're on with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. Oh, first off, I just want to say congratulations on your one year. Thank you for being such an awesome radio station. Yeah, thanks, thanks man. Appreciate it. And um, I'm glad that they, they signed him, but I do think they need to get pitching, which I have a quick write that down, if you don't mind. It's an unofficial one, This is, uh, okay, it's, it's, sure. but, but we'll take it anyways. The Twins will trade for a pitcher no later than July 16th. Mm, okay. All right. By my birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Ahead of time. Any guesses who that pitcher's going to be? I tried that analogy thing last week, and it kind of blew up in my face, so I'm going to just peace out on that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Talk hey, to you guys later. Thanks, thanks Ryan. Appreciate thanks for the you, kind man. words. Appreciate it. Oops. And that's what I look at Josh Donaldson as, a, a bridge. A bridge to, to, to where they are in a position to add, whether yeah. it, whether it's right at the deadline at July 31st, or it's earlier, like he said, July 16th, or even earlier than that, before they got Donaldson, I I wasn't necessarily sold with an improved White Sox team, an Indians team that still has Francisco Lindor and and the Aces that have been in the rumor mill. Should they become sellers and and start a rebuild there? All those guys are still there, so the Indians aren't going anywhere. Before they got Donaldson, I had legitimate concerns if they would even be in position to add at any point in this season, or if they were going to be in third place, looking up at those two teams in the division. Now I feel like they are to me. I know not a lot of people in the baseball world might agree with me. They're the clear-cut front runners in the AL Central. So this is a bridge to putting yourself in World Series contention, but I'm not satisfied yet. I can be not satisfied and happy about this move. That's 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 it's perfectly live. You can't have two emotions. It's perfectly fine to you live in that have, space. You can't Wait, have two I can't. What? I am per, I am happy about this move, but not satisfied with the Twins just yet. Yeah, that feels like a lot of conflicting emotions there. I'm a complicated person. Swing and a drive, first pitch. Oh, it's two to nothing. The rain has come again. Oh, boy. 651 is a really good play-by-play guy, by the way. I'm a big Chip yeah. Carey guy. Yeah. Are I, you? I like Chip. Yeah. We have a little bit of a different taste in our mouths. From, you don't like Chip? It's a line drive to left. It's cut. No, it's I mean, not cut. Everybody makes mistakes he like that. Come on. He a huge, huge Huge call. I, he, he, he said fisted every other at-bat, too. A little bit uncomfortable. I'm staying away from that one. Randy in Cottage Grove. What brings you to the show today, Randy? Well, uh, for, uh, first off, uh, school. And then uh, just need to make it clear here that uh, fo- you know, football and the Vikes, it's still my first love, okay? 
I don't think anyone would question that, Randy. That that ain't gonna change, mm-hmm. uh, and that'll always be the way it is. Only it's the true game. But uh, I did uh, have kind of just a, a little snugness about uh, the, the news, and uh, you know we could use a little positive, uh, little pick me up uh, after Sunday, Saturday, and uh, so I, you know I play softball. I have for years, and I like a good grooved, uh, a good group swing, you know. And and I, I recognize it when I see it. You know, they say. Uh, what well, is the game? Games recognize games, and I, I saw it when I looked at a video today above uh, of Donaldson, and that he 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 has a group swing. I mean, there there is no doubt about yeah. it. Uh, he loads it up, gets it gets it gets it real quick through the zone, and I, I he he made me made me snug. You think he and, could do uh, some damage in your softball league, Randy? Oh, no question. Yeah, I, no. He's first of all, he'd be disqualified though. Why is that? Uh, is amateur. It's an amateur league, uh, but uh, I, I called it. I called this weeks ago. I heard it from a guy. I just I'm not going to name names, but I, I was one of the guys who was confident about that this would happen. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, it, it, it could bridge the gap, I guess, as they say, to uh, to the Vikes season a little bit uh, around here. And um, you know, just to kind of help some of the fans get pumped up, if if you guys want, I I, I did prepare a I could do a twin a twins projected lineup uh, stud stable. Whoa! Oh, okay. Wait, you have a twins stud stable? I looked at uh, a lot of the guys online. A lot of the the writers are doing the projected lineup, so I just work with one of them here, and uh, it's loaded. I mean, <laughs> as I said, I. Donaldson's his swing is grooved, and and, and I, I like the look of this lineup. And if you can. Do the music. I'll give you the starting uh, nine. Uh, give, but, uh, give the man his music, Jonathan. It's Randy in Cottage Grove, a Twins stud stable here. This is the Minnesota Twins projected starting lineup for 2020. Stud stable. Number one hitter. Second baseman. Luis Arias. The stud Number two in the two-all is a shortstop. Jorge Polanco is a stud. Love Jorge. Three hitters, an old cat, been around the league for a while, and he's going to scratch a lot this summer. This is Nelson Cruz. He's a stud. Scratch a lot. Number four, hmm. he's new in town, but he's going to find himself right at home. On the bomb squad. He's the guy who makes it rain. Josh Donaldson. The stud. Then the five hitter. In my league, we call it second cleanup hitter. He makes sure those bases are clean. He's from Germany. His name is Max Kempler, and he's a stud. In the six hole. They're going to slide him over across the diamond, and he can scoop it, and he can rake. Miguel Sano is a stud. Mm. In the seventh, bottom third of the order, he's very strong still, and he's a guy who has a lot of pop and a lot of flavor. He likes bombs. He's Eddie Rosario. He's a stud. Where are we at now? Number eight hole. Mm, okay. Mitch Grabner, he's a catcher. 
and he can rake. Mitch Grabner is a stud. Grabner? And then this guy, he's going to be coming back with a head of steam. The center field guy. He's Byron Buxton, and he's a stud. All right. Hmm. Let's take a look now. At some oh. of the bench players. Actually, no, Randy, we uh, actually we're good. We should keep it moving, the man. The guy who they call La Tortuga. No, Randy, Randy, we're uh, plug. All right. He's able to work his way around. Right, we'll just fade him. But he really gets people excited. When are you guys going to learn that? The trying to cut Randy off once he started. But he went through the whole lineup, and it took him like eighteen minutes. He also started with a bench guy that's not going to make the <laughs> roster now. But that's okay. We enjoyed the Williams Astadia era. <laughs> <laughs> I am big fans of Arias and Georgie, though. Is he still on? Is he still on? Yeah. Fade him back up just for fun. And he's a stud. A lot of people like to think that you can't have a team without a good utility guy. <laughs> well, I know better. And this is a guy named Edric Aranzia. He can play at third. He can play at first. And Edric Aranzia... Is a stud. All right. We'll fade him back up. All right. Who was that last guy? I have no idea. Does it matter at this point? <laughs> who was that? <laughs> who was he talking? I'm looking through the roster and I have no idea who he's talking about. I think he meant Adrianza. Yeah. He just got a little confused. Thought it was Eric Aranzi. Eric Aranzi. Hmm. Oh, Randy. <laughs> oh, man. Randy was so thrown by the Vikings' defeat and started crying that he's probably had to bow out of Vikings' yeah, I wanted thoughts to, for at least a week. I wanted to more. delve a little deeper into how you know he's feeling about the Vikings. He was really, really distraught the other day, but we, could, we can't. Once he starts with that stud stable, you can't break through with he, Randy. He canceled Christmas after the Packer loss <laughs> and wouldn't discuss it after. Because Phil and I tried to get him to talk about Christmas being canceled. <laughs> Boy, that guy. Uh, Randy Vikes 69 on Twitter, if you want to. Fun follow. Well, his is he so. tweeting about the Twins now? He is. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, and Check it out. Not spelling a lot of words right. But Randy Vikes 69. If, if you out. could swap Josh Donaldson for one of the stud <laughs> free agent pitchers that they were going after, would you do that? 651-646-8255. <laughs> Mackie and Jeb with Rami here. Three I just studs. Uh, I just pulled up Randy. First of all, I got it. Yeah, I got he's, it. he's 100% right, despite not knowing how to spell or use punctuation at all. Yesterday, he quote tweeted a tweet from December 15th where he says, Josh Donaldson, no D, twins, T-W-I-N, apostrophe S, quote tweeted that and said, I call it. So he nailed it a month ago. He nailed it a month ago, almost. Well, exactly a month ago, Randy called this. Wow, wow. We need to, let's retweet that and give him credit. I didn't know he called it a month ago. Randy and Doogie called this. He nailed. Well, but Randy called it before Doogie. Maybe Randy's Doogie's source here. I don't know. 